Why, hello. Hey, Robert, can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh. Okay, so it's now working. So I think it is recording the episode, and I think we only got five minutes max. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I apologize for being in the washroom. I was and, on a broadcast that went overtime. Uh, no problem, yeah, was, no problem. But, but I was being genuine at all times. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. You know, so that is today's episode for anybody that's listening. So we're just going to talk about just being yourself. That is the topic of the day for everyone. Yeah, um, that broadcast was about sex, lies, and intimacy. Uh, I did have to hold back because uh, someone requested that it be a uh, young person safe broadcast. But I did chat amongst the, the broadcasters and uh, told them the real deal, and I got some blushes and some laughter. Hey, that's the that's the thing, man. You know, you want to be as genuine as you can, even when you still have like parents watching it and kids watching it but um yeah man like who do you aim your broadcast for when you do them um my broadcasts i'm you know what i'm aiming them for me i'm making the kind of broadcasts that uh, i feel good about and whoever that happens to resonate with so really that's anyone that resonates with that that's in alignment with what I believe and what I'm doing that's who my broadcast is for mm. it can be any age yeah man I definitely feel that and um I was just also wondering like what got you into wanting to do live broadcasts well uh friendship it was friendship I was, um, back in 2012, when I got active on YouTube, I couldn't get any, anybody to interact with um, in my local city in Toronto. One night I found, a, I found someone, and his videos were kind of crazy, but he was Canadian, he was working in Japan. And I was really nervous just to leave a comment on his video, um, but that's how it started. And I got to know these two other fellows in, uh, on, uh, in the comments of Comical Rainus' um, show called Sugar and Spice, which is no longer on. And Simon wanted to start his own broadcast. So we did. We got to know each other in front of an audience. Mm. Wow, man. So it seems like you guys on that broadcast was just having so much fun, having a good time. And I know that, like... You're super duper techie with everything that you do. You got a green screen, blue Yeti. You got all that stuff going. And it seems like, you know, you just go all out, not in terms of just the technical side of things, but just with your overall personality and your quirks. Yes, you're very perceptive. Um, I believe that you get out of something what you put into it. And I put everything into yep. it. Mm-hmm. Heart and soul. That's the same way I am, man. Like, when I create anything, it doesn't matter if it's a live broadcast, a podcast, a pre-recorded video, 
film, whatever it is, I, I put my all into it. So that's something me and you got in common. And I guess that's how we drew each other in our lives. Yeah, it was, uh, oh, as soon as I met you, I was just about to go to bed and Susan said, come watch this show. And it was like, as soon as I heard you talk, I knew I wasn't going to bed. And I started going nuts in the comments. I remember that. But yeah, I was feeling what you were saying. That's for sure. Yeah. And I know that like when I start expanding, I'm going to buy like bigger and better tools to be able to express myself and do the job right. Because with me, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go all into it and just learn the technicalities of it, do it right the best of my ability so I can deliver a quality product to whoever's listening and watching. In this case, whoever's listening. Indeed. I, I started with what I had, though. That's, that's the important part. Don't let not having a lot hold you back. As long as you've got a microphone, you can start a podcast or a phone, rather, in this case. Yeah, just what we're using right now. And, like, I used the Blue Snowball microphone for a while when I was doing this, like, where does you write Unite Radio thing? And I said, okay, like, I didn't know, like, the proper setup for a podcast at the time. So I just literally bought, like, a Blue Snowball microphone for 50 bucks off Amazon. And I just started making episodes pretty much every night and just sharing those links on Facebook. And this was, like, way before the live feature even came out. And so I was doing that for a while. So people were hearing me way before they saw me. Didn't get a whole lot of viewers on those episodes, but I was doing it for me mainly, just so I can put myself out there. And this is what Russell Brunson talks about in his book, Expert Secrets, is when you first start creating your content, whether it's podcast, live video, regular video, whatever it is, blog, vlogs, you're doing it for you so that you can find your voice because at the beginning that's all you're doing until you find that and then you know you identify who your true fans are yes this is true sometimes you identify your true frenemies too (laughs) (laughs) yeah that wasn't pleasant but it uh, spurred me on to reach out further and harder and faster than ever did before so i made the best of it and I did read everything that was written about me. And said, so, well, am I really that? No. Yes or no? So I used it as constructive criticism and energy to move forward. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And that's the same thing with me when I make my movies, honestly. Like, whenever I show my scripts to my filmmaking friends and they give me, like, detailed criticism and tell me what's good about it, I don't take it personally because I realize their intention is to help me to become a better storyteller through the medium of film. And so I'm just like, it is what it is. I'll take what they, I'll take what they say and use it to the best of my ability and see how I can make it fit within my story and just just keep working on it and working on it and working on it through different drafts until it's fully ready to, be made so to speak yeah um i have not ever written a screenplay um but i do like to tell my story in the comments i'm sure you've noticed that yes 
and you go into great detail about that on my podcast and not on my live videos and on everybody else's live videos. You know, I noticed that you bring your story into whatever topic that that particular individual is talking about in their live video. Yeah, I guess that's how I, that's how I've been making friends here. Um, especially when when they speak and it resonates within me, I have to put in a comment. I can't stop myself. Yeah. So it's so in other words, it's like an obsession for you to get your story out. And in this case, when you're a spectator, you just type it in the comment section, and you know, your stories are really, really interesting, man. And, you know, they're entertaining, they're enlightening, you know, they, it has the whole nine. And you're you're pretty good at what you do from what I've seen thus far and heard. Mm, thank you. Um, I, I am working, every time I make a comment, I'm trying to Im- make it as accurate as possible as to what I'm feeling and what, I would like the person I'm directing the comment at to feel. So spreading the love as it were. Yes. And, you know, have you ever, have you ever tried any other mediums besides live broadcast and podcasting? Um, I was blogging for a while. Uh, that was quite some time ago. Once in a while, I'll put something up. Um, and and again, there, um, if if it was the if the energy was there and it was flowing, um, I would often fight with Grammarly. I used to use that. It would try to rewrite whole paragraphs of mine. I said, no, no, no that's not what I like. So I I, I uninstalled it, and uh, because I, w- I want to write a certain feel, and I like the older style of literature, and not really the classics. Although I enjoyed Jane Eyre and, and um, th- those novels, um, I'm thinking you know, 40s and 50s um, kind of writing. So my, my sentences can pack a lot into one sentence, and it can be a challenge for people to read out loud when they aren't expecting it. Yeah, because subconsciously, like, we expect certain grammar and spelling rules to be followed. Even if we don't know them very well, it's like subconsciously we notice those things. And some people can't help but to say, oh, you have a typo here, you have a typo here, typo there, um, grammar error there, like put a put a comma right there, put a period, put an apostrophe, put a semicolon, yada, 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 yada. I'm not going to bore you or the listeners with the freaking grammar and spelling rules. But yeah, I'm sure you've noticed that quite a lot, or you probably got private messages about that. Well, I I, I usually catch it myself um, the next day when I go back to uh, uh, respond to replies, and I say, "Oh, whoa, I spelled that word wrong." Uh, if I get really into the moment, um, I I I do make mistakes in my typing, and I try to correct it as soon as I see it, and semicolons and colons. Yeah, I'm still not sure about those two items. Commas, I'm good with. Periods, I'm okay with. But uh, semicolons and colons aren't my thing. At least not yet. Yeah, I'm a, I'm not going to lie either. I didn't use them that much in my writing either until um, 
my freshman year of college and I and I didn't and I didn't see like the use for them. I just never used them until I got into comp two, which was the most challenging English class of my life, but I passed that class with an A, which I am like more than ecstatic about considering how challenging the professor was. But you know, I powered through the challenge, got got through it, thrived, and you know, it's just it's just having fun and and I and like I just found the way. I always find a way to have fun in the moment, no matter how boring the activity is. And I feel like that's a lost art in today's society, as you can see, because you're 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 older than me. So you have like your generation and before, you know, you guys were like extremely patient and you guys didn't have you guys didn't see the internet around until it came out obviously and so you guys are not as distracted with smartphones and laptops you guys are more detached from that stuff and you know you look at millennials and gen z us guys and say like wow those 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 kids are always on their phones and on their laptops and whatnot because like it's it's true like millennials and gen z kids are on their smartphones for most of the time and I'm not saying that they're using it for unpro- that we're using it for unproductive reasons, although that's like very big. But some millennials and Gen Z kids are business owners and they're using it for a legit reason. And I even found myself just detaching away from social media more and more and just going out and living my life and getting stuff done in the real world. Yeah, I, I guess I, I'm uh, the odd duck out here. Um, because I embraced technology as it, as it became better and better. Um, but I got into building my own computers when I, I got my first PC in 96, so I was a little late to the game. But I had had the ZX81 and VIC-20 and a Commodore 128 before that. Um, and it was I started learning about computers from Tom's Hardware Guide. And uh, within about a year and a half, I was building computers for other people because I was continually upgrading my video card like every three or four months because the games would come out and those those uh, video cards weren't enough, but there's a new one out, so I'd go buy it. And I'd put the other parts together that I left over and sell it. Mm. Yeah, I stopped doing that when it stopped being fun. After <laughs> about 50 computers. Oh, yeah. And, like, definitely nowadays, you know, there's YouTube videos devoted to teaching people how to build their own PCs. And I've even had a few classmates who built their own PCs, and they just do, like, phenomenal jobs. And I'm like, dang, how did y'all build all that? Like, that that stuff takes dedication right there, which is something that I'm not going to be dedicating my time to anytime soon Mm because I already have a full plate as it is. But, um... For you and everybody else building computers, and if you happen to be listening to this and you build your own PCs or Macs, kudos to you. You know, you guys have major patience because I know that stuff is not easy from how it looks. Yeah, a friend of mine who is a political scientist and a PhD candidate at the University of Carleton, or Carleton University, rather, she built her first computer. And um, she chose every co- component 
um, carefully and, and researched everything and I warned her, it's going to be addictive, you'll find out. And she says, oh, no, no, I just want a solid computer. Well, she's addicted now. Because then she started talking about upgrades and memory, and everything. And now she's gaming every night. <laughs> Dang. Well, I, I think that, yeah, that's what happens whenever like, you master something. It starts becoming fun. But at the beginning, it's not as fun. And, and people, we as people have to get real with ourselves about, like, what is it that we really want to do? And just if it feels if it feels good to our soul, we have to we have to keep doing it. But if it doesn't, you know, we just need to have that awareness to stop what we're doing and go try something else and try something else and try something else until we find, you know, that career path that makes us fulfilled spiritually and emotionally. Yes. um, Learning to um, discover where your heart is trying to lead you um, can be a great benefit and uh, speed up the process. Is once you're working within your purpose, it won't feel like work. And there'll be a lot of joy present in your life. Yes. Yes. And a lot of us aren't being our true selves because we feel like we have to impress everybody else. We you gotta have a certain job or a career path just to impress our parents and our peers and our classmates only to be um, resentful of ourselves and to other people and, you know, bored every single day and we're waiting for the weekend and we got all these vices that are, that we hold on to. And the most common ones are partying, drugs, alcohol, video games, television, sex, yada, 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 because we want to escape that feeling of dread and, anger and resentment but it only makes matters worse because it amplifies those feelings instead of fixing those feelings and the only way we have to fix that is to be our authentic selves and follow our purpose whatever it is and just continue to follow those intuitive hunches exactly um i i mean i had the same pressure and from a slightly different perspective. I mean, there was pressure put on me by my mother's side, go to university. My father, every time I said that word, he would start screaming at me. And he says, you're going into the family business whether you like it or not. And I was like, okay. And that's what I did. Uh, there was nothing that interested me at university at the time anyways, and just being honest with myself. Um, you, but I wasn't always honest with myself and I kept bowing to the pressure. And... Uh, I didn't like myself for doing that. So I don't now, believe me. Um, um, if I, I don't do something to impress someone, um, I do it, do something as best I can at the time so that I can feel good about what I've done. And I think that that's a better way to approach it. Yeah, because like, because our actions are going to reflect whether we our authentic selves slash we love ourselves or not like it people you know people can tell that 
you know, especially those who are empaths, empaths, you know, they can tell whether you're being your authentic self and you have a lot of love for you or not. And our actions reflect that. And for the average individual, they are going to go against their own intuitive hunches by saying like, nah, that doesn't matter. Like, why should I follow this dream? It's silly. I just need to get a normal job and yada, 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 yada. All the while, you know, they're, they're putting all of these different masks on. And I remember I did a live about that called take the mask off. And I was explaining like the different types of masks that men wear and even some women wear in most most societies because they feel like they have to blend in with the group because like that's just the thing and and like many individuals don't bother to question like am i am i doing what's true to me or am i doing this just to impress folks and that's like the questions we have to ask ourselves in deep reflection but many of us don't do that because we we try to keep ourselves busy with different activities like work and school and and I understand like you got to provide for your family and take care of yourself but if that's all you're doing is just paying bills taking care of your family and eating then you're not truly living and so what we have to do is to take a step back audit everything like our relationships, our finances, our physical, mental, emotional, spiritual health, all of that. And it does take time. It takes a lot of work. But in the long run, it's going to like help us weed out a lot of what's holding us back. Yes, indeed. Um, and maybe the listeners might want to know that uh, I am 30 years your senior, which would explain my slightly broader perspective um, based on experience. I've done some crazy shit, you know? Oh, I said a bad word. Oops, my bad. But yeah, I, I'm a little on the crazy side and I'm okay with that. I accept that. Hey man, like, it's, it's like, no matter, like, just, just be you. You know, it, I don't I don't say like, oh, you can't like say this and say that. Now, if it's something that's like way off the wall, then yeah. But other than that, you know, I'm cool. So you could just continue to say what you're saying. Yeah. And I also because of my age, I sometimes get easily distracted. Um, and I, I just forgot what I was talking about. Um that's being me too. That's being genuine. Um, I'm not pretending that uh, I had something else to do. It's, no, I just forgot what I was talking about. It can be there one second and gone the next. And uh, I'm worried a little bit about that. Yeah. And um, so it's just like in this life, you know, it's it's it can it's only what you make of it, and you you pretty much already know that because you've been you've been on planet Earth longer than I have, and like you've had a lot of unique experiences from what I've heard thus far, and um, 
you know, I just like, I just like learning from people. Like ever since I was a little kid, I've always been curious. I've always asked questions and I've always hung around older people. And so that has influenced like how I walk and how I talk and the things that I do talk about. Yes, I, I was much the same. I preferred the company of people that had better control over their emotions, even at a young age. And I used to hide under the under the couch when my parents' friends would come over and they would they would sit and talk because I loved hearing their adventures. Um, unfortunately for me and them, I had a very good memory. And at later events, like at a restaurant, they would start telling that story, but they would get it wrong. I would correct them. I said, hold on, isn't it supposed to be this? And then I would say it. And uh, it never went over well when I did that. Oh. <laughs> and I, I was I was just a little kid. <laughs> hey man, like I used to be the same way. I used to be the same way. Like I would just be here hustling. Like that's just the type of person I was. I was curious. I was always like listening for a certain type of information because you never know what opportunities may be laying out there and my mom would always tell me, like, you was you are the nosiest child. I'm like, no, <laughs> shoot. I'm curious. I, I was like, I wouldn't call it being nosy. I just call it intense curiosity. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, curiosity is a good thing to have. Um, it might get you to a little trouble if you're curious about the wrong things. But I think overall in life, curiosity is good. Yeah, oh. you can hear the keys. Yeah, so are you recording from your laptop? No, for my phone. I think this is what my phone says I'm recording. Okay, yeah, I'm recording my phone too. But, um, like, yeah, like we have to. I want to go more in depth on that. So, when you say that being curious about the wrong thing will get you in trouble. Like, for example, trying drugs or trying alcohol as a middle schooler or as a high schooler or at any age, really, because that stuff is toxic. But, um, you know, we may try it just because, like, our friends are trying it and then they keep saying, like, you should try this, like, man, this is some good shit. And, you know, you go ahead and try it and then you may get high or high as a kite or drunk and then next thing you know you know you down another bottle of alcohol and another and it's just like the slippery slope goes and then next thing you know you're addicted to alcohol and so I'm going to bring in a real life example of my uncle who died four years ago rest in peace Uncle Wayne but he he was a I heard from the stories I've heard from my family, like he was really, really smart in school. And he was he was a truck driver. He had a good job. But then when he started drinking alcohol, that's when his life took a turn for the worse. And it got so bad that he even like stopped eating and he just would drink out al- all this alcohol and his body would just look frail and stuff like that. And then he died from alcoholism. And so you definitely do have a point about that, Robert. About yeah, 
being curious about the wrong thing. Yeah, in, in, in my case, I think I was in the first, in the second grade, and this teacher had given us all our work for the year right at the beginning of the year. So I finished it within a few months, and then my time was my own at school. And I was around, with, I had an older friend, and we were in the back of this delivery. It was like a little tiny room, that back of our, our drugstore, and you got in from the outside, and we built a huge house of cards there. And then he lit it on fire. And I used to love to watch things burn. So we're just inside this little room watching it burn. We didn't realize all the smoke from the fire was going in the store. And all of a sudden, the door is flung open. Hey, you kids! Boy, did we run. We ran and ran and ran. (laughs) Yeah, man. Like, definitely... You know, you had a you had like a way more adventurous childhood than I was because I was like a sheltered kid. Like my my mom and my grandparents made sure they sheltered me and my three cousins away from the ways of this world. So with me, how I got my information about the world was through like watching the news a little bit with my grandparents whenever they have that on through TV shows, movies, video games. Um books that I would read and stuff like that. So I got my information through just secondhand media, so to speak. And I think that's why subconsciously I was so drawn to like the arts, so to speak. Does that make sense? It could. I don't know why I was so drawn to cars. Because that's what that's what my main interest was. Um well that and girls. Um and then, and then, uh, and then I went into the third grade. No, I was still interested in girls then. Uh, yeah, that interest started early, I, and I have no memory of it. Um, I used to like playing doctor. You know, this this is all before kindergarten. I got caught with every single girl in the neighborhood, naked in their parents' bedroom. Oh man! And I can't remember any of it. I I just but my parents would tell this story every time we had family friends over for dinner. The embarrassing stories would get told. And most of them were involved me. Wow. Yeah, I don't remember much of my childhood. Not much at all. There's some good things. There's some bad things. Uh, but much of it's just a blank. Yeah, that's pretty much how my childhood was a blank. Like, it just, it was just, like, out of my head. And my mom would say, remember this person from your childhood? Remember that person? Remember you used to go to this place? I'd be like, nope. I don't remember none of that. Hmm. Yeah, sometimes, I guess these people were friends of my grandfather. I don't know. These, these, these guys that usually were wealthy guys owning businesses, we're always giving me stuff, you know, expensive things, like expensive models and that. And I appreciated them, but I didn't know why they were giving them to me because I didn't think I knew them. It was just one of those things that made me go, hmm. And it still does sometimes if I, if I, if I think about that. I, I'd feel guilty that they were giving me stuff for no reason. But I guess that's just going to be one of life's mysteries. I don't think I'll ever learn the reason why. 
you you'll probably figure it out in due time, man. And um is there anything, any last words you want to say before we end the podcast episode? Well, I'd like to thank everyone for taking time out of their busy day to listen to us. Thank you very much. Yeah, where can they find you besides Anchor? Oh, well, I'm on Facebook and robert.brooker.18. And uh, I am on Instagram, robert1967canada. And I'm on Twitter at Robert Old Dude, all one word. And yeah. all I'm on YouTube too. Um, Robert Old Dude will turn me up. It might turn up one of two channels, um, but either one um, is is active. But I switch between them because one is my G Suite channel, and one is my original YouTube channel. You you can tell the difference. There's only one video on the G Suite channel. And there's quite a few on the other one. And there many of them are cringe worthy. Mm. And you can find me on Facebook, Akuchi Nakara. You can find me on Instagram at spiritual underscore intellect, all lowercase. And if you want to, you can even follow me on Snapchat at PS4 underscores awesome again, all lowercase. And then you can find me on YouTube. Um, E-Man Fly 77 with two N's and yeah th- that's pretty much it I thank you guys for taking a listen to me and Robert talking and um, just peace in and out with the highest vibes continue to love yourself be your authentic self everywhere you go alright see you guys later or in this case you guys will hear us later <laughs> indeed indeed